You're listening to episode number 128 of the Journey to Manifesting podcast. My name is Sarah Prout. I am a best-selling author of a book called Dear Universe. I am a mother of four and I run a business in Las Vegas and I'm about to move to the Hamptons in New York. So I'm going to have to record a whole new intro very soon. But in the meantime, this recording might sound a little bit different to how it usually sounds because I am recording on a mini microphone on my iPhone because in the the chaos of the move I have packed my microphone already and my headphones and all of the gear that is required to create a podcast and so when I can open up that box when I land in New York that will be when the podcast will sound a little bit more consistent, but this is what you get today. (laughs) So today's episode is actually based on the questions that I asked over on Instagram a couple of weeks ago now. I said in the post, I haven't released a new episode of Journey to Manifesting for at least a month. I feel like I have a bit of podcaster's block, like writer's block. So I'd love your help. What should I create episodes about next? So today's episode is going to be short and sweet, and I'm going to answer a few of the questions that really stood out to me. So if you asked one of the questions and you follow me over on Instagram, I'm going to tag you and tell you to listen to this episode, which is episode number one. And if you're not already following me over on Instagram, that's where I really like to spend most of my time. You'll get the most up-to-date updates <laughs> um, from me about what what's going on in my life. I share personal stories of um, the move and thing, other things that are going on right now, as well as like fun little Insta stories of my kids or the weather. Um, and other things that bring our attention back to the magic of the present moment. So if you're not following me, please go ahead and do so. I am at Sarah Prout. That's S-A-R-A-H-P-R-O-U-T. Okay, so the first question that I would like to answer is this one from Frang29 that wrote, how do you keep vibrations high during the pandemic? So Here's the thing. The pandemic is, of course, creating unprecedented times in our history as um, a global collective. The world has shut down in, in some way, shape or form. We're doing things differently to how we did beforehand, before, um, you know, we were told that there was a virus. And so the thing about vibrations keeping high is that that's always a possibility because this is the thing about the world. The world is always in a state of chaos in one way or another, but it's up to you how you personally view your environment, how you react emotionally to whatever's going on in your life. So some ways that I would keep, that I do keep my vibration high during the pandemic is that I tend not to look at a lot of news. I make sure that I'm informed and I endeavor to find my news from credible sources. Now that is like finding a needle in a haystack right now. That's how it seems anyway, because there's so much noise because especially living in America, as an Australian living in America, I have never, I mean, I did um, four years ago before the last election, but it just seems to be that the media is swarming with all of these divisive, Uh, contradictory articles that are very divisive. And so to keep my vibration high, I like to 
tune into things that fill me up. I like to tune into um, entertainment stuff. So I love watching comedies. I love reading. I love reading inspirational and uplifting stories. And I tend to stay away from the news. That doesn't mean that I'm turning a blind eye, though, to what's going on. I like to stay informed. But at the same time, I can remember that I am a sovereign being and I get to choose and decide how I react and respond to news, to information, to restrictions, to the government, to, well, actually, yeah, um, within <laughs> within a framework of, um, you know, conformity, of course. I'm not going <laughs> to walk down the street not wearing any clothes or anything like that. Um, <laughs> what I'm saying is that vibration is what you make it. Okay, so I hope that helps Frank29. Uh, let's see, what was the other question here? Okay, Kristen Mitchell. Hi, Kristen Mitchell. And Kristen writes, grief, dealing with death or loss in the highest vibration. So I'm sorry for your loss or whatever you're going through right now. And for those of you out there that are experiencing grief, I know that there's a lot of you out there. Um, I've had a few people inside my Manifesting Academy recently reach out to me and say that my book, Dear Universe, has really helped them to make peace with whatever emotion comes up. Because grief is such an interchangeable creature. Uh, some days you're fine, other days you might be crying, um, another day you might be angry. And the key point is to make peace with wherever you're at because your emotions are there as your connection point to the universe, to God, to the divine, and that life force working through you. So I, I hope that helps. Um, let's see. Next one, we have uh, CM Grios, C-M-G-R-I-O-S, wrote, Back to Basics, Rituals for Manifesting, Manifesting Reminders on How to Tap into Potential, Signs You Are on the Right Path, and strength, Strengthening the Belief. So there are so many rituals that you can do for manifesting and you really have to examine your own lifestyle habits and patterns and uh, routines and work with what you currently have as a framework. So as a very basic example, um, you could do your affirmations when you are brushing your teeth or you could just weave in things that you're naturally doing like chopping vegetables or, you know, taking out the trash or folding laundry or whatever it is and bring mindfulness to that practice. And what you do when you participate in the presence of whatever you're doing is that you release the resistance around what is holding you back from aligning with your desires and ultimately what manifests them into your reality. Now, one of the first steps when it comes to closing the gap between intention to manifestation is setting intentions. So often I get people saying, I don't know where to start. How do I do manifesting rituals? The best thing to do is to get clear about what you want. Really get super clear on what you are ordering from the universe, what you want, and most importantly, how you want to feel. How do you want to feel with the manifestation? Because manifestations are feelings. The feeling is the manifestation, not the thing. There's a massive difference between manifesting a sports car or a fancy car, however you choose to define that, versus the feeling that it gives you. So the more you can start to cultivate that feeling now as part of your ritual, your routine, your daily practice, the more you can begin to open up those fields of potential energy. So I hope that helps. Okay, one more question. Actually, I'll do a couple more questions. This episode today is going to be short and sweet. Um, I don't know how to pronounce this. Giotz, 
Asthma underscore Carrie writes, about the stones, you'd like to find out about the stones we can wear and increase our vibrations. So I have been making crystal bracelets now for the last couple of months and my store on Etsy is now taking a little break. So we're not currently, we sold out of all of the bracelets that we had on offer. And I carefully selected the stones that I believed would amplify and act as a powerful energetic reminder of the power that you have to create your own reality. So there's a real danger out there in thinking that just because we wear a specific stone that it will help us to manifest whatever it is that we want. Um, Abundance, true love, vibrant health. It's not the stone. The stone just helps to amplify your current vibrations. Um, But having said that, so stones you can wear to amplify your vibration of abundance is citrine. I love citrine. It's a beautiful, clear, clear kind of um, yellowy color. And then uh, rose quartz for love and amethyst for really grounding energy as well. I mean, I could create an entire podcast just on that alone, but those are my top three, citrine, rose quartz, and of course, amethyst. So I hope that helps. Live free with Leanne, the morning routine for high vibration. So I am asked all the time about my morning routine, and I do believe that the way that you start your day is the way that sets the tone and the pace for how your day unfolds. And sometimes it doesn't mean anything. Sometimes you can wake up and you can be in a super grumpy mood and then by the afternoon, it's the best day ever. So again, it really works with whatever you currently have set up within the, the lifestyle and the framework of your life. Um, for me, I usually go to bed probably, I mean, this is like the, the tail end of my nighttime routine. I'm asleep probably by about 10 p.m. because I have four kids Um, Only three of them are living in the house and two of them are under six years old. So that's a lot of energy. Um, So I'm asleep then. And then I am usually woken up by a little person that says, mommy, I want breakfast. (laughs) And so then my morning begins. So my morning usually starts with cuddles and snuggles and, you know, asking about my girls and their dreams. This is really important because I believe that my mum asked me about that when I was a kid and I have always, since I was younger, had very vivid dreams. And so it's part of my my morning routine to really ponder what those dreams were telling me. Um, for instance, <laughs> I can't believe I'm telling you this, but I had a dream the other night that I was doing a vertical climb, almost like um, on the side of a cliff, but the cliff was covered in tree roots and I was climbing up vertically and I looked ahead and it was a weird angle. It was almost like one of those M.C. Escher drawings, if you've ever seen those. If you haven't, Google it. It's incredible. It's a very surrealistic, um, you know, illusionary artwork. And so I looked up while I was climbing these tree roots and I saw this monastery that was white. It was iridescent pearl, actually. And it was glowing and I was climbing towards it. And I knew there was something very sacred, very ancient wisdom was contained within the walls of this monastery. And just as I was starting to climb... I woke up. <laughs> so that was where I picked up well, of, um, you know, my little three-year-old daughter saying, mommy, I want my breakfast. I'm like, damn it. I wanted to see what was in the monastery. Um, so honor your dreams and then drink some water, maybe with some lemon in it. So really take care of the physicality element of 
um, your existence by taking care of your health. Uh, if you are a person that gets up and the first thing that you put in your system is coffee, then that's just pouring acid into your stomach. Um, and keep in mind, I'm not a doctor. I am not a trained dietitian. But it just stands to reason that our bodies need water. We need to stay hydrated. So the first thing that you should put in there is water. So two glasses, maybe a squeeze of lemon or lime, and then you're setting yourself up and wait a minute before you have a coffee. Settle into it. Don't rely on the coffee to give you that boost of energy. And then for me, uh, sometimes I meditate. Sometimes even if it's just two minutes, I take a, a moment to close my eyes and and set some intentions or I get open, I get my journal and I open it up and I write down some intentions or I get out my notes app on my phone and I write down intentions. But most of the time it's getting specific about how I want to feel and what I want to achieve during that day. And sometimes it's just a really long to-do list. Um, and so I get the girls breakfast, I get dressed. Um, and then I sometimes go for a walk. It's been really hot here in Vegas, so I can't wait to move so I can actually go for a decent walk without feeling um, like it's it's, it's like 100 degrees by 8 a.m. sometimes. So it's a little bit hot in the sun. <laughs> um, and then I will make myself some breakfast and get to, to work by 11.30 usually. So Sean and I, Sean's my husband, we take shifts. Uh, he takes the second half of the day to do his work and then I, the actually, wrong way around, he takes the first half of the day to do work and to homeschool the girls, all three of them, and then I start work at 11.30 and I work until 6 p.m. So that is my morning routine. Um, nothing fancy, but it is just a way of making sure that I bring as much presence as possible. And one day really differs from the next because you never know what kind of a mood <laughs> that can, that can um, roll in on the skyline of raising children, that's for sure. It's always a different storm <laughs> in one way or another, whether they're fighting or whether they need something or whether they've forgotten something. And it's always never a dull moment in our household. So I ho hope that helps. Uh, let's see another question here. How to start decluttering your life. All the best getting your mojo back. So that was from Briar underscore patch 2018. So how to start decluttering your life. Um, I have a course inside the Manifesting Academy that's available. I'm not sure what the link is, but you can go to sarahprout.com forward slash shop and it should be in there. And I created a course about four or five years ago called the life changing miracle of decluttering. Um, not to be confused with the life-changing magic of tidying up, which people are, people are saying, you stole Marie Kondo's work. Let me assure you, I had no idea who Marie Kondo even was back in that, that time frame. Um, but what I will say is that it has nothing to do with what she does either. Marie Kondo, she's a genius, by the way. I have since discovered her work. And she talks about joy and folding your clothes and getting rid of the ones that no longer serve you. What I talk about in my course is the energetics behind clearing the space and what you can call in to the universe once you get rid of the old and make space for the new. So it's more manifesting tips and techniques. Let's just say you want to manifest a soulmate. Uh, and so you buy uh, a coffee mug to fill up for your lover on a daily basis until your lover arrives or you clean out your, um, your linen cupboard so you've got fresh sheets and new sheets or you clean out your bedside drawers. Um, and then it talks about the reason why 
it's important to do that. Not just making your life streamline or, you know, different organizational techniques. I have no idea about that. But what I do know is how to move the energy because that is one of the fastest ways to manifest whatever it is that your heart desires. Another thing to begin with is to declutter your life digitally. So many of us have so many different apps on our phones or we hoard emails or, um, you know, there's just we have old phone numbers and we don't even know who it is or um, we keep phone numbers of people that we've lost contact with or have no interest of connecting with ever again. So when you hit that delete button, you actually clear space for new people, new energy to come into your reality. So I hope that helps. Um, all right. One last one. And I know I've said that a few times now, but it's just too fun doing this. So this question is from Kathleen Sutton, 74. And Kathleen writes, how to deal with immediate family members that are hurtful, but you see them daily and love them dearly. So this question is really about uh, setting boundaries and making sure that you don't take things personally. Because um, one sentence that was really powerful when I have ever dealt with any relationship difficulties within my family is to understand the concept that the key to manipulation is intent. The key to harming somebody else is intent. So if these family members have the intention to hurt you intentionally, like they're doing it on purpose, set a boundary, ask them, get curious, say, hey, I'm just curious, why are you being mean like this? Or why do you have an intention to hurt me? Because this feels this way when you say or do this. Set some very deep lines in the sand and protect your heart because that's the only way to get through it. And if you see them daily, just switch the energy, lead with love, don't retaliate, don't match their energy with the same kind of frequency. So the higher you rise, (laughs) the more you rise above it, they'll soon follow suit. So I hope that helps. All right, everyone, that was it from me for today. I hope you enjoyed that. And uh, maybe I'll do another one of these Q&A podcasts again in the future. If you enjoyed this, it would mean the world to me if you could leave me a review on iTunes or share this with your friends so that the message and the meaning behind the Journey to Manifesting podcast can reach as many people as possible so that they can manifest their best lives. All right, lots of love. And until next time, enjoy your journey to manifesting.